There's a recent trend going around all over TikTok. We see people putting salt into the water. Electrolyte salts have blown up. That market is going through the roof. There's podcasts on it, blogs on it. Everyone is swearing by salty water, but is it actually a good thing? Should we be adding salt into our water for better hydration? I'm going to answer that question for you in today's episode. So what if I told you that even though you may think you are drinking enough water, you may still be dehydrated? Now, I'm not just talking about what you'd expect, like frequent headaches, dry skin, low energy, brain fog, constipation, bad breath. We already expect that. We know that that happens when we're not getting enough hydration. But there's other symptoms that we talk so much less about, and that's frequent UTIs, bad memory, weight gain, poor immune system. Those are all downstream manifestations of being chronically dehydrated. Now, the majority of us are dehydrated. Some studies believe it's up to 75% of America. And most of us don't even know it, right? We've been told to drink more water, but the water you may be drinking may not be hydrating you. But hold up, hold up, doc. I, I was on Instagram and there was a doctor on there saying, you need to fill up your water bottle daily, stay hydrated. It's going to be the best thing for your health throughout the day. Yes, and... You can, you can see a nutritionist on a blog saying, drink more water. It is the foundation of health. Yes. And everyone needs to drink more water. I agree with that. I've been saying it since day one from being a doctor, even before that. But the more water we drink, are we really, truly being hydrated? Now, I'm going to give you the steps to move you from chronic dehydration to get truly hydrated. Salt. Salt is your friend, right? We've been demonizing salt for so long that we forgot how important salt is for our health. Well, yes, a lot of Americans are consuming too much salt and can be absolutely detrimental if we're consuming too much salt, especially in the processed food that we're getting it from, right? But those groups of people can benefit from salt reduction. Oftentimes, we're seeing their elevated pressure, blood pressure come down, especially through long-term consumption of really crappy processed food that are full of fat, full of salt, full of sugar, made that way to make you addicted, but also not understanding that if we have a clear, clean, healthy diet and a good level of salt, that's so beneficial to our overall health. And we need to really start getting into it. But we need it for cellular hydration, fluid balance in the body. We need it for muscle function. We need it for proper blood pressure regulation, proper nutrient absorption, right? Salt actually helps the transportation of glucose into the cells. It helps to transport amino acids into the cells. It helps regulate appetite, sugar cravings. And one of the most important things that salt is for is your brain. For brain function, you need it. The sodium ions actually in the brain are generating the transmission of signal from one brain cell to the other. That means your brain is faster communicating within itself and through the whole body with salt. But also, did you know that salt is utilized for just overall function of the brain? It helps you with memory, learning, processing your thoughts. It helps with the release of dopamine in the body for pleasure and satisfaction. Serotonin in the body and the brain for better mood. GABA for reducing anxiety, relaxation. And acetylcholine for optimizing your digestion. You see how sodium hits on all the systems in your body. It's super important for your overall mood as well as your digestion. It also helps with the development of the brain for children. When your salt is too low, it has a systemic wide effect. You're going to see a higher level of triglyceride levels on testing. Chronic activation of the system that modulates your blood pressure from the kidney. 
And if that's out of whack, you're going to have elevated blood pressure over time, which is going to put a strain on your cardiovascular health. Now, we don't want chronically high levels of salt in the body. Yes, it can have adverse effects, especially long-term. I just mentioned the strain on your heart. What happens is when we have elevated blood pressure for too long, it causes the same thing that would happen if we're rubbing our hands on a rough surface. It would callus. But an internal callus in the body, it happens in the blood vessels, is called atherosclerosis, right? So when there's an insult like blood pressure hitting the inside of your blood vessels, it's going to cause that callus or atherosclerosis over time. Now, in terms of proper hydration, we need salt. Now, water will not hydrate you as well as electrolyte-enriched water, especially if you're sweating. We need sodium, potassium, chloride, magnesium, all for proper hydration. And if you're drinking something like reverse osmosis water, which I do, it's removing all of those minerals that are going to be found in tap water and also all the crap, but also those minerals, and you want to be replenishing it. So when you wake up, fill up 32 ounces of clean water, right? And put in one-third of a teaspoon of salt. That's going to give you 500 milligrams of salt right off the bat to get your day started. Now, if you're going to be sweating profusely in the day, you have a heavy workout, you're going to hot yoga, you're going to the sauna, right? You're going to be sweating aerobically. You want to make sure you're bringing in more. So you could do the same thing again right before. A third of a teaspoon and 32 ounces of water and making sure you're hydrating yourself throughout this activity. If you're leading an active, on-the-go lifestyle like me, I want you to hear about one of my favorite new products out there. It's the New Zest Good Green Vitality. The supplement is a powerhouse for those of us that are always in motion. So it's packed with an array of essential nutrients, the full array, and it's fuel for your body's engine. So whether you're a fitness enthusiast or a busy professional or anywhere in between, it's going to provide you the energy and nutrition needed to keep up with that demanding lifestyle. So the beauty of Good Green Vitality lies in its simplicity. It's replaced a slew of individual supplements. You know, I talk about like not having 10, 15, 20 supplements you take a day and it frees up space in your routine and in your kitchen. So one scoop a day, it's all it takes. I take one scoop in the morning, I put it in water, I mix it up, I drink it. It's the first thing I have in the morning. I hydrate myself, but I make sure that I'm getting good green quality powder in my body. You'll notice more energy, more clarity and focus. And one of my favorite things that I notice from doing this green drink every morning is there's appetite suppression for sugar. I'm wanting less sugar because I'm getting a lot of these important vitamins and minerals, antioxidants, gut-supporting nutrients in early in the day to keep me going. The thing I love about Good Green Vitality is when compared to other green powders out there, it's the highest quality for the cheapest price. It's an amazing one. It's my favorite one across the board. So if you want to check it out, go to newzest.com and use the code DRG for 20% off of all products. That's N-U-Z-E-S-T.com. DRG is the code, 20% off. If you're beginning to feel dehydrated, your mouth is dry, your body's already been asking for water. So you want to make sure you don't even get to that place. You're staying hydrated while you're doing the activity. So which salt is best to up-level your water? Well, there's Celtic sea salt, there's Himalayan salt, there's table salt. And actually, nutritionally, they're not much different. Himalayan salt has slightly more sodium. Celtic salt has more trace minerals. Both contain more minerals than table salt, but not much more. Really, the thing that I look for in the quality of salt is not in the mineral density, trace mineral density. It's really in heavy metals. Unfortunately, there's the risk of the accumulation of heavy metals in salt those being aluminum, arsenic, cadmium, and lead. Now, my friend, Lee Sajidi, Mamavation, actually did testing, third-party testing on this. 
independently taking 23 different popular salt products and sending them to an EPA certified lab last year. And what she found was the presence of heavy metals, yes, but really it was the one that stuck out was aluminum. That was present in about 78% of the salt products at the parts per million point, which actually is going to have an effect on your body. Now, the upside was that it was under Proposition 65 limits. That means that none of the heavy metals were at elevated levels. But the thing about it is aluminum really has no established safe level. So if you are buying a salt with high levels of aluminum and using it to put into your water, definitely every morning, but maybe you do it multiple times a day and you do it over time and then you salt your food, then it, we have to really start thinking about what is the effect of long-term exposure of aluminum in a salt that has high levels of aluminum. So what I want you to do is go check out the investigation yourself. She lists, she has a huge table of all the ones that had higher levels of aluminum, the ones that she didn't like, and then the ones that she did like. Just go in Momovation, salt investigation or salt study. You're gonna be able to find it and then you can make an informed choice about which salt to buy and to utilize in your hydration. So how much water should you be drinking? I remember when I came out of school, I was saying half your body weight in ounces as a general rule. But really one of the best rules at this point, science-wise, is eight ounces of water per waking hour for the first 10 hours of the day, and then five ounces per hour thereafter, okay? So this makes sure that you're at least getting a cup of water for the first 10 ounces of the day, and then drinking, and then sort of drink going lower on the amount thereafter, but making sure you're staying hydrated throughout the day. But if you're working out, there's an equation called the Galpin equation. It's your body weight in pounds divided by 30, and that's the number of ounces of water to ingest per 15 minutes of exertion. So I'm 165 pounds divided by 30 equals 5.5. So if I'm working out and it's and it's an hour of working out, I'm going to need 5.5 ounces of water minimum per 15 minutes of exertion to make sure I'm staying hydrated. And for me, I would I would make sure that those ounces of water have salt infused in it. So I'm making sure I'm rehydrating myself throughout the workout. Well, what about hydrogen water? A lot of people ask about hydrogen water. And when it comes to hydrogen water, uh, basically what it is is that it, it's, it's, there's an extra hydrogen gas H2 dissolved in the water and there are potential benefits. Now, research is still emerging, so not all claims about hydrogen water are supported by robust scientific evidence, as, as you would think with something that's new on the scene. But there is some evidence that may, but there is some evidence that hydrogen water can have good antioxidant properties, which is something that we can all benefit from considering how much oxidative stress we have from the air we breathe, the food we eat, the stress in our systems, helping negate a lot of that and protecting our DNA. It, it could have anti-inflammatory effects, especially on preliminary research, especially when it comes to chronic inflammation in the body, which we know is a risk factor for many diseases. May be beneficial at reducing the risk of metabolic syndrome in the body, and that's the cluster of conditions that include heart disease, stroke, and type 2 diabetes. And there's some evidence actually that, that shows that hydrogen water could reduce muscle fatigue and inflammation that is associated with sports performance. So it's actually something that I take not all the time, but if I'm feeling sore or I, I was particularly using a lot of exertion uh, physically or even mentally, I have some H2 tablets that are effervescent and they just sort of fizzle out and I just drink the water once the tablet fizzles out. But I find that it's really helpful for sore muscles. 
And when I'm feeling inflamed at reducing the inflammation. So yeah, I, I, I am a fan of H2 tablets. What I'm not much of a fan about is alkaline water. I think most alkaline water is, I believe most alkaline water is just a, a campaign marketing not rooted in much science. And there's not that much good, robust science about alkaline water giving the benefits nowhere near that, that it's being marketed as. When it comes to alkaline water, I just want you to think about acid-based dynamics in the body. What happens is if you're consuming alkaline water, you go to the supermarket and you pay extra because this water's alkaline, the, the water that is more acidic is going to get to your stomach and become acidic. It's not going to make much of a difference. And a lot of people are swearing by alkaline water. It's not going to change the alkalinity of your blood. Your body is way smarter than you. And your body is protecting you by making sure you're not getting too alkaline or getting too acidic. It's a very tight window for survivability that your body is operating by. So you can drink all the alkaline water you want. It's not really going to do anything for your blood alkalinity. So the last part is you want to get a good quality water filter. You may have heard me talk about it before. You may have saw on Instagram, your favorite influencer talking about it and thought, do I really need a quality water filter? Is it worth the investment? And the answer is yes. And let this be your sign for 2024. Because for the love of God, stay away from tap water. And I mean this. There are a lot of different contaminants and chemicals in tap water. And I'm going to go into how they get in there. But if you think about just things that you'll commonly find in tap water, chlorine, chloramine, chlorine dioxide, those are all disrupting your microbiome, right? It's sanitizing the water, but it is sanitizing your gut at the same time. It's a problem. You have other disinfection byproducts like trihalomethamines, haloacetic acids, bromate chloride. You don't need to remember the names, but you should know that some of these are associated with cancer. Inorganic chemicals, right? These are the heavy metals, but also the fluorides that we see. The chemicals in the water that are affecting your brain, your hormones, your energy, your reproductive system. We have organic chemicals like benzene. I talk about those in off-gassing chemicals that you have in your household, like that you find in couches or a particle board. These are chemicals that are known to cause cancer. You have hormone disrupting chemicals that are found in water like BPA, PCBs, dioxin, vinyl chloride, potent, potent hormone disruptors that mimic estrogen in the body. Now everybody wants to live a long, happy life, right? We wanna live long, but longevity isn't necessarily the be all end all. What's more important to consider is a number of years that you're healthy without chronic or debilitating disease. That's called health span. And right now, the average gap between lifespan and health span is 10 years. I want you to think about this. People tend to live their last decade burdened by disease with a poor quality of life. But here's something easy you can do to increase your health span. You can take supplements, but high-quality, science-backed, rigorously tested supplements. You want the best of the best. And that's where momentous creatine and collagen come in. These are two supplements that work synergistically with each other to repair and power up your body. One of the most underutilized supplements out there is creatine because it's not only just for muscles, it's helpful for your brain. Your brain loves creatine. It runs better. It focuses better. Memory is better. Your full cognitive focus is better when you're on creatine. Now, when it comes to collagen, it's not only for your skin, it's also helpful for your gut. And how many of us are suffering with disrupted gut health? How many of us have inflammation in our intestines? Well, collagen is coming to help rebuild that tissue. So what makes Momentus superior to other brands on the market 
is that the collagen is clinically researched formula that delivers 15 grams of collagen that support type 1, 2, and 3 collagen. Not all collagen supplements out there support all types. You want something that's full spectrum. The creatine, meanwhile, uses creatine monohydrate. This is the gold standard that you see in studies across the board with no fillers, no additives. Trust is super important when it comes to supplements. When it comes to Momentus, it is an unparalleled commitment to rigorous third-party testing. You know I talk about that on the show so much. Independent certifications, ensuring that what you see on the label is what you're going to get in the product, and it's going to be pure and high quality. So if you're like me, you want to take supplements that are made by the best in the world, go to livemomentous.com. Use the code DRG for 15% off of creatine and collagen and all their best-in-class products. That is L-I-V-E-M-O-M-E-N-T-O-U-S.com. Use the code DRG for 15% off. We have pesticides, herbicides, different hormones, antibiotics, medications like birth control and antidepressants that do get into your tap water. PFAS, those forever chemicals that we talk so much about on Teflon and even yoga pants, right? We talk about even microbial contaminants that can get in there like bacteria, viruses, and parasites. So what I want you to do after the show is go on Google, go to the Environmental Working Group Tap Water Database, right? Click it, scroll down, type in your zip code and click the results and see how many contaminants are in the tap water for your city or for your town. And this is wild, right? Because at this point, we know that federal regulations say it's here to hit a safe and legal limit. But that doesn't mean that it's following the latest health guidelines for safety levels. And as per the Environmental Working Group, legal limits for contaminants in tap water have not been updated in almost 20 years. So some of you may or may not know, I moved to Ojai, California, right? Nice, serene mountains. The air is crisp. It's stunning. It's charming. Beautiful place. Shitty tap water. Of the 22 contaminants in Ojai water, 10 were exceeding safe limits, with the lowest being 14 times the limit and the highest of the group being 332 times the limit. It's crazy. And nine out of those 10 that were above those limits of those chemicals in Ojai water are associated with cancer. So if you have a cheaper water filter, let's say something like a Brita, that's okay. But I want you to know that it's not necessarily moving the majority of those elevated chemicals in Ojai's tap water or in your town's tap water. But I would suggest getting those wheels turning now and saving to invest in a higher quality water filter. And the reason being is that a lot of these lower end water filters remove some of the nasties, but not all. It won't remove chemicals like fluoride, bacteria, viruses, nitrates, nitrites, heavy metals, some oil-based contaminants. Herbicides and pesticides are notoriously getting through some of those cheaper filters. Pharmaceuticals are as well. PFAS are as well. So what do you get? Well, there's different water filters out there. Some people have whole house systems. Um, I think the over-the-counter cheaper ones are, are great too. There is the Berkey. Now, I spoke about the Berkey before, and I championed it for many, many years. And they've sent me and a lot of people I know a lot of third-party testing over the years. And you look at it, and it looks great. But now they're in a class-action lawsuit because a lot of the chemicals that they were claiming to remove were on independent testing not being removed. So a lot of people like me, my family, my friends, years ago, we, we got our Berkeys and we're happy with them. But then on independent testing shows that, hey, it's not removing everything they say 
they're supposed to. Although the charcoal-based filters can be really good, some of them, like Berkey, may not do the job that they're fully saying that they do. They should be removing and claim to remove all the pharmaceuticals, most of the pharmaceuticals, gasoline byproducts, microorganisms, all of those inorganic chemicals, those pesticides, herbicides, heavy metals, that what we'd expect. But the problem is, is that now I have trust issues after using um, the Berkey. So I actually champion much more of the reverse osmosis systems, which use a semi-permeable membrane and it filters out all the contaminants in the water, bringing it to the new filter. So cleaning out sediment, dirt, but also all of the nasty chemicals that we're going to find like pharmaceuticals, petroleum, microorganisms, the majority of the pesticides and herbicides, most of the fluoride in there. So at this point, I think one of the best things you can do is just have an over-the-counter, bang for buck, over-the-counter reverse osmosis system, cleaning out your water every single day. And I mentioned cleaning out your waters because by getting pure water, it's not going to necessarily hydrate you. I mean, you can go to Brita water and I can put salt in it and it's going to hydrate me. But I, it would be irresponsible to put this information out to you talking about water and hydration without talking about clean water. So that's the other side of it, making sure you're getting a good quality water filter. As I said, I prefer actually the reverse osmosis over the counter ones. I think they do a fantastic job of cleaning out most of the contaminants, if not all, out there. And what you can do is replenish that with your salt in the morning. You now know what to do, how to do it. If you're working out how to replenish it, you can do the equation yourself, the Galpin equation yourself. Find out how much you need during a workout. And also, you know how much water to be drinking throughout the day. But ultimately, amongst all of this, it's about listening to your body. Knowing how it feels when you're hydrated, how clear your mind feels, how your skin feels, right? How your body, your mood, your brain overall versus knowing and being sensitive to if you're dehydrated. The more you bring awareness to how you feel when you're dehydrated, the more you're going to be in communication with your body when it's telling you, hey, I need more water. But now that you're following this new system, you're not going to be as dehydrated as you may be feeling better in your body. Right, so I really hope that helped. Now you now know how to approach your hydration throughout the day. You know how to approach it when you're working out and you know how to purify your water. Get a glass bottle, stainless steel bottle, fill it up, put some salt into, into it, drink it throughout the day, drink it in the mornings, whatever works for you. So become very sensitive onto how your body manifests when it's dehydrated. Know what the symptoms are for you when you're chronically dehydrated and your body's asking for water or proper hydration. And then know how it feels in your body when you're hydrated. Know what it feels like when your cells are celebrating, saying, thank you for giving me the proper hydration. I am functioning at a high level. Get yourself hydrated. Hope you enjoyed this knowledge bomb. Thank you for listening.